What's up, everybody? Welcome back into the lab for another episode of the Dre and Davis Show. I'm your co-host, Rashawn Davis. I'm joined here by my man, Dre. Dre, what is going on? What's up, Herb? What's happening? Listen, we're back, full effect, man. Just happy to be here. Uh, usually we jump into what we did this weekend, but everybody knows what happened this past weekend, and that would be the big game, the Super Bowl, which we'll definitely get into a lot later. I'm rolling my eyes at that one because I would imagine that there was something else going on on planet Earth besides the Super Bowl. Not, not, not a lot. Not okay. A lot. Uh, if, it, if it happened, it, it, I didn't see it. Uh, and, and if you weren't a fan of the two teams playing and you don't like commercials, I'm sure you found something else to do. Nah, probably not. Okay. All right. All right. Puppy so, bowl. The puppy bowl was on. Is that how you roll? I'm not saying that's how I roll, but <laughs> you got to watch something before the Super Bowl came on. Huh? Okay, we're going to come back and talk about that later on in in the show uh, because apparently that was a big thing to do. I mean, I watched the game, but it wasn't that big a deal. I watched the pregame, before the pregame, before the pregame. Big deal to me. Okay, all right. <laughs> we're going to come back and talk about that. We're going to come back and talk about that with our guest. We have a, a special guest in for this week's show, which I always say we have a special guest, right, every week. Uh, but this cat, man, we, we dug deep, and, and we're going to give you today uh, one of Smoky Hill's finest. Dre, introduce our guest, if you So will. we got first-year math teacher extraordinaire, Mr. Brennan Brown, joining us today, homegrown Brennan Brown as well. Welcome to the show. What's up, B? What's up, everybody? How you doing? Uh Man, look, glad to be here. Glad to be on the D- Dre and Davis show and looking forward to just chopping it up a little bit. Absolutely. Okay, you, you don't sound like you're that happy to be here. Are you really happy to be here? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little nervous. There's a little bit of nervousness right now, but I'm good. I'm, okay. I'm just real happy to be here. And that's Absolutely. fair, right? I mean, we have interviewed seniors, juniors. We've even interviewed some freshmen, and they didn't seem as nervous as you are right now. What's up with that? I mean... It's just one of those things, man. Put him on the spot. All, all of a sudden, the microphone's on. It's like you chop it up and you're good, and then the microphone's hot. And it's like, uh, what? Right, right. But we'll, we'll be all right. We'll, we'll get over it. Okay, Don't so we're, we're going to warm it up, right? Yeah, we just, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, in the first half of the show, we usually like to just find out a little bit about our guests. And in the second half, we really like to throw some, some, some hard questions your way. So we're going to warm you up. Um, all we ask is that, you know, you just enjoy the experience and, and, and keep it real with our listeners and we'll be good. Always, Absolutely. man. Always. So B, tell, tell our community, man, where you from and, and kind of, you know, how'd you get here at Smokey High School and who is Brennan Brown? Oh man. Okay. So born and raised Denver, Colorado, um, grew up and lived in Thornton, went to Thornton High School for three years, graduated from Legacy High School. Shout out to Legacy. Yep, shout out to Legacy, shout out to Coach Warhees, Coach Gaffin, you know, all-time softball coach up there. Yeah. Um, coach B's now over at Riverdale Ridge as a football coach, which, you know. Ridge. Okay. <laughs> Riverdale Ridge. That was, Ridge. They almost yeah. got there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then after high school, went to Metro State where I played baseball. Um, okay. You know, started out as an accounting major and uh, quickly found out that was boring. So, it's boring for me. Okay. That's, that's, that's the right. thing. Boring for me. And and one of the things that got me into teaching was just like, I had to take this business calculus class. Hmm. First time I took it, I took it as a six thirty a.m. class, which is miserable. Hmm. Definitely failed it. Were you in college or was this online? No, this was in in, in building in the classroom, man. Class. Oh my gosh, this dude was insane. Like, wow. Okay. Um, first time in my life, I remember I ever woke up and was like, "No, I'm just not gonna go to class." <laughs> but then I I paid for it. You know, I had to take that class again. Mm-hmm. And the second time around, I had a different teacher, and this dude just really cared that we actually learned it. It wasn't just, hey, I got it out, and that's what that is what it is. He made math actually like work and happen, and uh, it made it so it wasn't something that's just sketchy for us. You know, it, it wasn't just let's try to get through this so you can get on to your next classes. It was like, hey, let's learn this, let's make sure you understand it, and then we'll move on. <clears throat> and he made it just a good experience, and I was like, you know what? That's what I got to be doing. Mm, I got to be making impact. Nice. And I was like, you know what? Not at the college level, because no. <laughs> yeah, right, right. but I was like you know what if, if I can go back 
and do this for high school kids, man, that would be great. Cause then I could coach, I could teach, I can enjoy my life. So absolutely. Cool. And I said, you mentioned, you mentioned about going back. So let's kind of go back to your story a little bit. So, you know, and, and I know the listeners can't see Brennan right now, but guys got some, got some pythons on them as far as them arms go, man. So former athlete, right. Yeah. Um, talk about your athletic journey a little bit for our, for our listeners. Uh, so the athletic journey, uh, Played baseball, football my whole life, uh, sprinkled in some basketball just because as a black kid, that's what I was supposed to do. Mm. Um, wow. All right. I mean, that's that's kind of how it looked at it. You know, I, I grew up in North Thornton. It's a white area. Mm-hmm. But going to Thornton High School and, you know, being a, a black guy, it's like, oh, hey, you play basketball too, right? Well, I mean, I can, but I don't. I don't. Yeah. Like, oh, well, you got to now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So did that journey a little bit, but. <clears throat> focused mostly on football and baseball and then went into the sport that uh, you don't see a lot of black guys play in baseball, which, you know, helped me with, you know, with my heroes, you know, obviously Jackie Robinson and mm-hmm. Ken Griffey Jr., yeah. Barry Bonds before he got busted, <laughs> <clears throat> you know, like being able to see myself in the sport and be able to see like, Hey, maybe I can be something that changes this sport too. And like, you know, increases, uh, you know, the amount of black people in the sport, but, I wasn't quite good enough to do that, but <laughs> you know, the dream, the dream was still there. Yeah, I, got college, two college. Yeah. I played four years of college, so yeah, I did something right, you know? Absolutely. Okay. So, so as, as our listeners know, I'm not on the sports side of things as much as Dre. Um, so I want to take a, a turn and ask you about where you are now, hobbies, family, you know, some of those things that you got going on in your life right now. Well, family always number one, but um, so I got married was it now? So five years ago, or not four years ago, um, we had. Seems like five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this pandemic makes it seem like ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's be real honest, right now. Um, we got two young boys, uh, Braxton, who's two and a half, and Carter, who is almost five months now. All right, man. More. Um, Congratulations, brother. Yeah, yeah. And it's crazy so you, see, you see the bags under his eyes also. Listeners. Yeah. So, so hobby is, is crazy. Yeah, you, you, you have time for a hobby? I mean, the hobby is probably video games, to be honest. I, I play a, a ton of Madden. <laughs> I play a ton of Madden, play some Spider-Man. Uh, you have PS5? Or you got nah, the, I'm PS4. PS4 I'm still PS4 right now. Saying, I, yeah, I can't, I can't I'm, be doing a I'm PS5. I'm being Thornton, man. You see, <laughs> you, you hear all these kids already can't do a five right now. It'd be all right. That's food out of their mouths, right? It's going to be okay, on, man. man. Hey, you get paid to play video games now. That, that's that's we're, working, we're working on that's that. True. That's oh, true. see, there you go. That's, that's how the white spot into me allowing there you me. Go. <laughs> she's not listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> hey, she already knows. She already knows. I told her. I told her. I was like, it's gonna take some time, babe. But yeah. this this the goal is this will be my little side hustle. Gosh. But so as a, as a gamer, what do you what do you play most frequently? Uh, it's Madden. Okay. Yeah, which 100%. Madden? Madden? Madden twenty one right now. Yeah, so yeah, Lamar Jackson on the cover. Yeah, yeah, Lamar. He's an absolute cheat code in that game. It's annoying. <laughs> but <laughs> Davis, wake up. I'm going to make a lunch run real quick. Davis is like, wait, football and video games? Come on, guys, what y'all doing? So I'll tell you, you know, I played some of the original, you know, like, you know, probably 2009, 10, 11, 12 of Madden. But these days, it, 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 there's a whole lot going on. Yeah, whole there's a whole lot going on. Whole I, lot. Know, I don't need to beef up my players and do all that. Other <laughs> <laughs> See, Davis played when he had to blow into the cartridge. That, <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> don't, don't even try to trip on a blowing off the cartridge stuff now. <laughs> original Mario, bro. Put it in. <laughs> so outside of gaming, um, what other hobbies or things are you into? So actually, we should, we should split this up in before you had kids hobby and then now that you have kids hobby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. The The hobbies really haven't changed, except now um, my hobby, once I get home, is playing with a whole bunch of these die cast cars. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. that's what my son loves. Yeah. So we push him around the house for hours, you know, watching YouTube videos on die cast cars falling in water. And it's like, yeah, he loves it. Yeah. You know, you can sit there and play with his cars in front of the TV, do exactly what happens on the TV. Um, I think, you know, before kids, I'd watch the cars movies like, once or twice each. Now that I have Braxton, <laughs> just that was that was literally on. every day yeah. going through all three movies at least twice every single day. That was that yeah. was my quarantine. Oh, <laughs> it was it was, oh. te- it was teach 
teach a little bit. When, when Braxton was awake, it was watching the Cars movies. Oh. When he took his nap, it was teaching a little bit. Then <laughs> he woke up and there's more Cars movies. So it's on loop, man. Yeah. So I know from being from Thornton, I used to live in Thornton actually for uh, about three years. Lived off of 104th and Irma. Okay. Kind of like uh, North, would that be like North it's like East Thornton or something yeah. like that. Good restaurants in Thornton, man. Great, great restaurant town. And I know if you're listening to the to our show, we kind of hype up some restaurants. What was the go-to spot for you in high school in Thornton? Oh, in high school, shoot. Um, so I, we didn't have a go-to spot at Thornton High School, to be honest, mm-hmm. um, just because there was nothing that was close at that time. Mm-hmm. The area now has been built up, which oh, is insane. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's a whole, the whole yeah. different level now. But you just dated yourself, by the way. I did. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. Almost 32. There you go. <laughs> done. Done. Um, but when I got to Legacy, there was this place called Just Burritos. Mm. And it was so good. Mm. Uh, she did She did a very, very good job. But then growing up, we had this restaurant called Lagunas that we go uh, to. 120th. It's off 120th yep. in, in Huron. Yep. It's not Lagunas anymore. Isn't it? Different owner, different name. Oh, different, different experience. food. Don't go, oh, man. Don't go. Hmm. But when it was Laguna's, like that's where we go after our baseball games and for Little League. Yeah. So, you know, Laguna's was a spot. And then whenever I could get there and <laughs> in college, if we had like a long lunch day or had, you know, AP class where the teacher was like, hey, we don't have class today. So go ahead. Absolutely. That Absolutely. was where we went. But so, so let's focus on uh, for just a minute your high school experience. So you're obviously an athlete in high school. Uh, what else did you do? Oh, so what drew me to Thornton was the whole IB program. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very strange experience for me. Um, surrounded by a whole bunch of people who didn't look like me, being taught by a whole bunch of people who didn't look like me, and just kind of feeling like there was a, a separation in the school. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I, if you were in the MYP IB program, you didn't interact with kids who weren't. Mm. and that that deep of a separation yeah that deep of a separation and so it was frustrating because like you know as an athlete I knew I wasn't having class with any of my teammates except for like three or four I think that were in the in the program with me yeah so it's like three or four and then out of the 70 or 80 that I had between football basketball and baseball so you know that that always was a frustrating piece for me and then I just, you know, after junior year, you know, when they are like, okay, it's time to pay up and pay for those tests. I was like, I'm, I'm out of this. I don't, I don't really see myself doing this any longer. Not so, yeah. you know, it, it was, it was a stressful experience just because of that, you know, not, not really getting to like be true, be my true self at all points. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it felt like I had to taper myself down a lot. Understood. Um, Cause I, I mean, I got a pretty big personality. I'm, like to talk to people, I like to interact, you know, and got that, te- that teacher shot that down quite often, <laughs> quite often, <laughs> especially in IB program. Cause it's like, Oh no, we got to move. We got to move. We got to move. And it's like, but I just, I just want to talk and get to know these people around me and, yeah. you know, get to kind of express who I am and what I like and see who has the same interests and just never really got that chance just because of the specs of the IB program that it was, that it was back yeah. at Thornton. Yeah, absolutely. So, from that experience, what did you gain from it, right? Academically, you know, what did you learn about yourself? You know, kind of, kind of talk about that a little bit. So academically, it showed me that I can't just focus on academics. If I got, if I got stuff that's, you know, happening other than just the academics in my classroom, like if there's some life lessons, like my, my, only, my only class that I really truly felt like I gained something out of was my psychology class that I took with uh, Coach Brady Schmidt. Shout out, Coach Schmidt. Shout out uh, to Coach. He, he was my baseball coach, but he was also my IB psychology teacher. Oh, okay. So that was like really the one place in that three years that I, or two and a half years technically, that I was in the IB program that I felt like I could truly have been myself. And he kind of opened it up to me, to me to be like, look, dude, just you, you know what you have to do, right? You know that there's work that needs to be done. You know how you learn. And you have to take that environment and make it yours when you're at home, mm-hmm. right? So at that point, that was when I was like, okay, I'm not the type of guy who can sit down and do something and that's it. That's all I do. Right. I have to have something else 
whether it's a distraction or not. <laughs> yeah. Right. I have to have the, the music going. I have to have TV on. Like one of those two things has to happen. Even now, like while I'm grading, yeah. if I'm grading in silence, that, that does not work. Yeah. <laughs> like I might I might get through like half a class in an hour and a half. Yeah. Need I need and... something just to keep like the other side of my brain going and occupied so that I can focus on what I'm doing. Absolutely. And he helped me really like adjust that and learn that and kind of figure out what worked for me. Yes. So Coach Schmidt, right? Coach Schmidt. Is he still at Thornton? He or? is still at Thornton, actually. Nice. I, I actually emailed him last year just like, hold up, you're still at Thornton? Nice. Like, yes, sir. You had something else to say, right? You didn't just say you're still <laughs> no, there, right? No, I mean it was it was actually it was actually like just reaching out because I, I wanted some advice from him on being a father because you know he had, he was one he adopted a young girl from China and oh, okay. so I was also checking in to see how she's doing. She graduated high school. I'm like, oh my god, wow, I'm that old now. Wow, but yeah, so you know it was just kind of reconnecting and you know it was just one of those jump off points like wait you're still a thornton coach but you're not coaching yeah okay now what else <laughs> right. work, man. Man, okay so that's interesting so you reach out to your coach and you mentioned asking him about some some advice uh talk to us about about growing up and and why then that would be someone you'd reach back out to um, about advice on fatherhood yeah uh, that i want to know deep. about your childhood yeah i mean that's deep. yeah uh i mean most of my coaches that I still like, and so this is this is how I distinguish it. If I still call them coach, they meant a whole lot to me. Yeah. So Coach Voorhees, Coach Mares, Coach Varela, Coach Schmidt, right? Coach Pierce, who's my college coach, they all have a special place to me just because they taught me more than just the sport. Yeah. Right. You know, and my dad is a huge part of this. You know, my dad was my coach until I got to high school. And you know, it's just learning certain things on how a man's supposed to act, right? And then my dad can help take yeah. that to, this is how a black man needs to act, yeah. right? This is how you become better than what you were. Mm. And that was always their focus. And so that's why whenever I need advice on, you know, okay, I'm teaching this, what do I do? Or, hey, this wasn't working in my coaching. What, what did you do? So like when I became the head coach for softball back at Doherty, um, I reached out to Coach Mines immediately. Yeah. Because he's now the head coach at Horizon High School for softball. Yeah. And he was my baseball coach. <clears throat> nice. It's like, all right, coach, I know how you ran practice with us. How's it different for the girls? You know, and I always reach out to, back to my coaches when I need advice on things. And, you know, then I then I always run it back from my dad because it's like now I got my mentors and the guy I want to look up to and be more like. So that's yeah. so, so so if you ran into that guy where you're just like, what's up, Frank? You don't call him coach so-and-so. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Absolutely. No, no, they, Absolutely. Shall, they, shall, they shall remain nameless. They shall remain you already, hey, look, if, 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 if you coach me and I don't call you coach, you kind of know. Okay, like, you right. know. That's fair, right? <laughs> you know what's cool? You mentioned Doherty, so that means, you know, we got to talk about our Springs connection, right? Because I told you. Um, sea Springs. Yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. I'm a Sierra guy, South Side, shout out. Uh, and you, yeah, you're a little bit more downtown. Uh, or east side more northeast side. Yeah, yeah yeah so talk yeah. about your experience in colorado springs man well so the whole experience started uh because i met my wife dating on, we were dating on eHarmony oh, okay. she lived in the springs All right. and at the time i was at cherokee trail and wasn't feeling it uh my principal was 100 percent focused on academics and i realized that did not work for me mm-hmm. so made the trip down uh, i actually started at russell middle school down there uh with miss julie johnson so shout out miss julie shout johnson for, for giving me that quick hire um you know it was just something i was like look i'm gonna take a leap of faith on this relationship and i'm gonna move down there nice. and so went to was at russell for one year and then got recruited up to doherty because i was already coaching football and baseball there yeah and so you know miss miss flanagan miss lana was like all right let's you're coming over, right? I was like, well, I, I don't know. You know, I kind of like the middle school. She's like, no, you're, you're coming over. I was like, yeah, okay, I'm coming over then. <laughs> so, <laughs> wait a minute. Ballin', ballin told. That's your, yeah. so Kevin Gardner, your principal? Kevin Gardner was my principal. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, yeah. that's oh, yeah. that's how I ended up here. It was yeah. like, once I was leaving, because I didn't leave Doherty by, it was, it was a choice, but not because I wanted to leave Doherty. Yeah. It was because my wife wanted to stay home. I needed, a different opportunity. Yeah. I, I wanted to be closer to my parents too. And so 
I was like, okay, Kevin, where do I need to go? And the only school he said, Smoky Hill. And I was like, why? He said, Chuck Puga. He said, Chuck Puga. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, and that's 100%. I was like, okay, cool. Smoky Hill. Yeah. Let me know in the opening. I was like, I'm going to look for the opening, Smoky Hill. That's it. You got, those are some good connections. I, you know, I worked with Kevin back in the day. And of course, with with Puga. So yeah, you're 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 rocking along, man. Yep. So we um, we're gonna dive into that Smoky Hill journey. What's happening now? After we stop these tummies from rumbling, baby. Man, finna jump into it. So going back to the weekend, the Super Bowl happened. If if you were uh, under a rock, or if your name was Rashawn Davis, and you didn't know, um, there <laughs> was a hold, hold on. But what, what did Rashawn watch then? I didn't watch what? the Super Bowl. No, what? I told you I did watch the game. Oh, okay. It just wasn't okay. appointment TV. Oh, okay. Oh, I got you. Yeah, I, got you. I wasn't happy to be flipping the yeah, he still He still had to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I tuned in because I had some food on the table. I don't uh, know, whatever. Right? Oh, okay. So he just so happened to bump into the largest event on television. For you. In, in February, I got you. I got you. <laughs> I'm glad you tuned in. Man. Yeah. Okay. But what you, so what you, what was your take on the, on the bowl this year, uh, Davis? Mine? Yeah. It started out okay. Then it was a hot mess. The weekend is not my guy. <laughs> but again, I'm old school, right? Yeah. Um, the commercials were good. Shout out to to Drake from State Farm. <laughs> <laughs> dipping, dipping into that though, because it's, it's funny you bring up the weekend. Because I was kind of in the same mode. Like you know, this is kind of, uh, you know, the. Uh, Weekend can kind of stay, I guess we might call him Monday, I think, from now on. Yeah, right? I'm guessing. Yeah, he's cool. Man. But do you have a standout or a memorable Super Bowl performance that kind of sticks out for you? And that's for that's for oh, being oh, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson done. Walk away, right? 100%. Um, yeah. You know, everyone that was crying about last year's and, uh, you know, okay, that was great, but that tells me how old you are, right? <laughs> and Michael Jackson. Yeah. You too, Mike's, that, Mike's man. The best. Mike was the guy. Well, yeah, we yeah. even had discussions in class yesterday, and I was like, what do you guys think? And like, even my students were like, "Oh, it's Michael Jackson, hands down." Wow, yeah, really? Hands they down. Even alive when Michael <laughs> I know. I was ninety-one, ninety-two. Shout out to Anthony Harris. I was like, "Ant, how, how do you even know?" He's like, "Coach, I got YouTube, man." Right. I was <laughs> like, "All right, fair <laughs> enough, bro. Fair they enough." Got a list on YouTube, top <laughs> ten, uh, you know, Super Bowl halftime performances. I think, man. Yeah, I, I throw Mike in the bunch. The one for me, man, is just just memorable, probably for all. Well. Jenna Jackson, Justin Timberlake deal. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. That's a memorable that was, one. That, that wasn't was, a good performance. Was crazy, but. Prince was up there for oh, me. Oh, Prince, you know, yeah. I mean, Prince is good. But, but let's get back to the game. You guys are football guys. Yeah. Uh, talk about the game a little bit. So what, man? You know, going into it, man, I, I had the Chiefs going, you know, get that win. I really wanted to see uh, Patrick Mahomes beat the GOAT, you know. But when you are down – two starting tackles. Um, and you're against that kind of D-line? Yeah, that was, didn't fare no very well. So uh, Patrick Mahomes was never made to feel comfortable in the pocket. I thought uh, Tampa Bay did a really great job defensively, just putting pressure on him. And also covering uh, uh, Tariq Hill, man. Tariq oh, Hill man. torched him for what, 387 <laughs> yards the first time. And that felt like that. He had, what, less than 100, less than 50. He, he had 40, so yeah, yeah, it was, he didn't have many catches. So and then, obviously, the GOAT, Tom Brady. Right, seven rings, man. That's at, at you know eighty-seven years old. You know, I'm just saying. Yeah, okay, you can say <laughs> that. So here's where I jump off. Well, before I say that, let, let, let me talk. Brand, what do you think, man? Where, where were you at with the game? No, I mean it's it's, it's exactly what Dre said. Like, I, I I went into it though, hoping that Mahomes lit it up. Tom Brady sucked, <laughs> but the Tampa Bay defense did something Yes. to make Tampa win, yes. right? Because yeah. for me, it was like, I was like, okay, how do I find somebody, something to root for in this game? Yeah. yeah. So I took it back to, okay, Shaq Barrett went to CSU. Shaq Barrett should still be a Bronco. Mm-hmm. Shaq Barrett's now a Buck. Mm-hmm. Let's go for Shaq Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I love that logic train. So for those of you who didn't know, uh, Brennan is a Broncos fan. I know. Oh, big time Broncos fan. So I can't. I cannot root for the Chiefs. Like that. That just wasn't gonna happen. So if you could pick one, would it be the Chiefs or Tom Brady? If you can pick one, which Chiefs. You, you would go. Ooh. Oh, Chiefs. Man, you hate Tom Brady that much. Man, look, look. Oh, you mean who do I? That's what I'm what saying. saying. I thought that was the question. Who do I hate more? No. Who Who would you root? for? Oh, root for? Yeah. If you, I, I guess I'll root for Brady. But. Okay. Oh, you said that looking off into <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> I, it's, yeah. it's, that's that's a 
I mean, that's awful. I don't, I don't like either, but I definitely dislike the Chiefs a lot more. Gotcha. And for those of you who can't see, Brendan's eyes rolled back to the front. Mm-hmm. Of yeah, head. that's what I'm saying. All awful. the way around. Just right now. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So, you know, here's the argument I would make. You know, when we, when we have our conversations, usually we might spend lunch arguing over who the GOAT is. When it comes to football, is Tom Brady the GOAT? And the answer is yes. No. The answer is if I'm building a GOAT list uh, across all sports, he might be in the top 50. Mm. But there are three women I might put in front of any list he's on. Okay. Oh, you, oh you're not talking about the GOAT in football. You're talking I'm about talking, your, you're talking yeah, your GOAT list. A GOAT gotcha. list. Oh, okay. You know, right. and, and got you. Anybody agree with that? I, I would say this. Football is, is really interesting because football, every every position is specialized, right? Even though Tom Brady is a quarterback, what's a quarterback without a wide receiver, right? What's a quarterback without, without an offensive line? However, this dude is 43 years old, seven, seven rings. He beat the up-and-coming GOAT. He separated from Belichick, who people thought that he was just a systems quarterback. And the only reason why Tom Brady was that good was due to coaching. He separated from him, went to Tampa Bay, Florida, with Bruce Arian, who's really never won that much. Great coach, but never won that much. Also recruited Gronk, recruited Antonio Brown, recruited all these other players to come to Tampa with them. Oh, and in the, the hardest – Year of our existence. The other players then. Right. Won a Super <laughs> the Bowl. The other coach. With no fans in the stands. Well, there were some fans there, man. One ran on the field with a okay. speedo one. Hey, yeah. you, know, you know, so here's what I'm saying. You know, you mentioned all those names, all the coaching moves, all mm-hmm. of that. I would tell you that that Tom Brady, he reminded me of, of Peyton Manning in his last Super Bowl where he was part of the team, but he wasn't what he was 10 years earlier. Oh, no. Well, I, I yeah. did not yeah. see – I saw where where Mahomes got beat and not where Tom Brady won. I don't know. That's he, what I saw. So, so, I mean, you have, to, you have to look back at the three touchdowns that Tom threw in that game, man. They were some laser throws, some good – some amazing reads. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> you got to give that up. Again, I'm the, the last guy to ask for, for football yeah. acumen, but I, I would say – they frustrated that defense frustrated the heck out of Mahomes. Oh, there's no doubt about to that. To the point where he couldn't be who he had been all season. No doubt. Um, so I'd give more credit to to the Bucks defense yeah. than yeah. I would. I give it to the Brady. It's Raheem Moore. There you go. So if you look at the if you look at the <laughs> watching the game, you know the Bucks basically says second half we're going to run Leonard Fournette at him, and they're not going to be able to do anything about it. So. The running, the running game was even, was even successful for uh, Tampa Bay to the point where Brady didn't even have to throw anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so it's yeah. like – So who knows? If, if they stick with the same game plan in the first half, he throws five, six touchdowns. Now it's like, oh, my God, Tom Brady really is the greatest Super Bowl quarterback ever. I'm not going there, man. I am not <laughs> drinking that Kool-Aid, man. <laughs> who, who would you – for your, let's say, top five Mount Rushmore greatest athletes ever? Oh man! Well, you, well, he's definitely not on the athletes because he's okay. not an athlete. I'm going to, to okay. Davis's point. <laughs> <laughs> How about our guests first? Okay, can, can you jump us? Who's your Who's your athletes? So this is from okay. Sport A to Sport Z. So that, so that we talking your Mount so, Rushmore. Um, Michael Jordan's on there, obviously. Gotcha. Um, to me, Ken Griffey Jr.'s on there. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal, phenomenal um, player. And if I'm going with Griffey, I also got to go with his mentor, Willie Mays. Willie. And then, see, so, uh, like, and like, because you said is football is hard for me to put guys on that on that. Yeah. Because single performances, it's a team game. Yeah. Right. Like you said, they had they had the block for him. They had, the receivers have to catch the ball in order for Tom Brady to be any good. Yeah. So football players are hard for me to get on the top five, but there's I mean there's my top three, and then Serena. Serena. Serena's got to be on there. Gotcha. Like just. Absolute dominance, and then our man Tiger Woods. Tiger, okay. So that's mine. Wow. Okay. Uh, golf, huh? Oh yeah. I don't play it, but my dad watches it all okay. the time. Yeah. That's a re- that's a respectable list. <laughs> that, that, that is a respectable you, list. Now, I can't argue a single name on that list. That, yeah. that that's hard. What you got, um, You know, for me, obviously, Jordan rises. 
Um, I want to give LeBron a, a, a shout out in terms of athleticism. Yeah, agreed. Right. Agreed. Um, again, he's not in my goat conversations we've talked athlete. about in the past, but but yeah, athlete. Uh, I got to give Jim Brown a nod. That's, yeah. um, man, to me, there, there's nobody in that game that's just just running over people, right? Yeah, true. Um, Five yards of carry. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I Mike Tyson. Mm. I, I got I jump over to boxing, and they're probably three or four names in boxing yeah. that, that I want to go with. Um, but but I got to, you know, look, you you haven't felt. Like you've been hit until you've been hit by by Tyson, I'm guessing, right? Twenty year old, uh, no, fifty year old, no, like no, still the That's what I'm saying, right? That's what I'm saying. This dude will lace him up, right? Like right, right now. I mean, he's no, right the senior you. level right now, <laughs> taking people out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got to go with Serena. You know, oh, man. And then I, I want to put I want to put Jackie Joyner on my list. Wow. Oh, yeah, you know, that's I deep cut. Multiple, events too. You got like that? Yeah. Yeah, man. So athletes, you know. Jordan, head, head and shoulders, obviously. Um, I'm going to throw Simone Biles in there, man. Simone Biles oh, as a gymnast. Okay. okay. The young lady is, we're going to be talking about her for thousands of years. I'm just going to say it, man. Absolutely great. Um, I'm going to go with, I got I to gotta throw my man Kareem in there too. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, phenomenal, phenomenal basketball player. Pele from the soccer world. Oh, oh Phenomenal wow. soccer player, changed oh, the game okay. for soccer. Um, and I'm going to probably go with, I'm going to side with Davis, man. Jim Brown, the things he was able to do when yeah. he was able to do it, man, just absolutely unreal. And I got to throw my guy, Mr. Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Ali. Stuff, so. Okay. Yes. So I mean, we all, we all wanted to give some shout outs to basketball players, right? Yes. But now we got a current day female goat. Diana oh, Taurasi. Yeah. Diana Taurasi. Yeah. Kill where does where does yeah. she fall on our list Kill now? Because she, like she's coming. She's she's gonna. I mean, she's is she coming. like? She's. A, I don't even think she's at the, her apex of her yeah. abilities no, yet, man. She's no. phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal young. And like, man. it's one of those things where, like, dang, she's actually still doing this thing. Yeah. Still doing it at this level. Like, getting better. See that you know you young guys, man. You young bucks want to come <laughs> in here and always talk about who's now, right? Well, I mean, Lisa Leslie's obviously well, I, phenomenal. Yes, Cheryl I, Soups was phenomenal, yes, right? Uh, you yeah. can go on and on, right? Uh, with with current, but we got to make sure that we don't forget a whole lot of, of history, right? Right. I mean, that's you know when people come in and say LeBron's the goat, I, I understand what you didn't see, right? Right. I right. mean, for Dre to mention Kareem. Uh, man, Kareem the Dream, yeah. Man. Kareem doesn't have a whole bunch of highlights, right? That that skyhook ain't getting a whole lot of YouTube oh, views. But, yet, but, but they got buckets. That's what I, I'm saying. Do, right? <laughs> My mom did tell me the history story about it. Like he's he created the skyhook because they outlawed dunking because he it made him too good. Right. In his high school yeah. days, and yeah. he couldn't and he couldn't couldn't block it. Most yeah. unstoppable shot in history, man. So and and you know that's why you could make the case for for uh, Muhammad Ali, but man, Tyson just. Obliterate. I think, you know, people. Muhammad might have been playing around with some folks, right? Oh, 100%. Uh, That's what the rope dope's all about. Right? Uh, Those who just weren't around when, like, when Tyson was in his prime and he had a fight, it was an event. Yeah. And you knew it was only going to last for about 80 seconds. Yeah. But you didn't mind paying $120. <laughs> in 1988 dollars, right? right? And you watched it, man. Tyson was, and Tyson would come out, it wasn't even theme music, no. it was just a yeah. note. Yeah, and he had like a uh, he turned a towel into a poncho. That's what I'm saying, man. Black shorts, black shoes, and yeah. just he wasn't flashy. Eviscerate people. He wasn't flashy, but he just oof. got it done. So yeah, you know, and again, our lists are a little different. We agree on some names, and and I think if we went top ten, we'd all have each other's folks on there, right? Mm-hmm. At some point. And so yeah, man, it, it's it's interesting to think about what that looks like. So where is is Brady and all that for me? Man, I don't I don't think as an overall sports guy, even as a football guy, I don't think he's in my top ten. I, I would say he I'm 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 and I'm gonna put it on the line, man. I really believed before this past weekend that Jerry Rice was the greatest football player ever. I gotta give it to Brady, man. I, I think gotta I gotta, gotta to second Brady. that. Like Brady, what he did and he's able to do at this level, at this age, and just his leadership and his influence on people as a, as just a person. And seven rings, like that. That's that's ridiculous to me, man. So shout out to Tom Brady. I know I might get booed in public, or my eggs, or my car <laughs> might get egged. Because um, I know I I'm in Bronco country, public, man. right? <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm in Bronco country, right? Yeah. But hey, man, Brady is whenever I don't know if we'll ever see that again. 
So anyway, like I was saying, Drake from State Farm. <laughs> I, I can't even believe Drake. Ah, okay. <laughs> We're still going to do the show, man. I just, I, I just ain't invite you over for dinner anymore. Hey, man, I'm just saying. You, you can't come by. Well, if you do, if you invite me on the weekend, you have something to share about your weekend, though. So that would be a good thing. Okay, so hey, we gotta get back to we gotta get back to what we're doing. So that's a lunch break. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us for lunch, and we are back with our guests. For those who don't know, we are sitting here with Brennan Brown, who is one of the outstanding math teachers here at Smoky Hill High School, who's joining us today. And we're very happy to have you here, man. Absolutely. Just remember, you listen to the Dre and Davis show. You can listen to us on Anchor FM and Apple. What are we on Apple? podcast yeah man still and what's our other one do we have another that's it that's it that's just two yeah oh, we had yeah. three nope well it's two there it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what you need to be on man catch us right uh, hey, man, no, not no, yet. No Spotify. No, sorry. We need no some Spotify. more sponsors to get yeah, on Spotify, Spotify, man. So y'all want to go to the show. Lagunas, I like you. That's what throw some money away. <laughs> I don't know why Lagunas exists, bro. Chagos. Right. Chagos. All right. So we, we got we to gotta dig in a little bit with you, man. Is, is that all right? Can we Let's do it. Dig in? Uh, we're about to turn a stone and get really serious. So all the nerves out? You ready to, yeah, ready we to good. go? Yeah, we good. All right, here we go. Dre, what's the first question you want to ask? So kind of going, continuing from where you're at, right? So you're down in Colorado Springs. Yep. You come to Smokey O High School, right? You know, first year under your belt, right? Craziest year, right? <laughs> as you can probably think of too, right? Yeah. 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 What have you brought from your experience as a high school student and also your experience down in um, Springs to Smoky Hill? I mean, the, my biggest thing when I, so again, when I, when I was leaving CT, I was about to be done with teaching. Mm. What brought me back was just my honestly something my mom told me it's like you have to change your mindset you can't focus on the negatives mm-hmm. right the problem with that i was getting i was running into is i was focusing on what the kids weren't doing uh-huh. instead of focusing on what the kids are doing who these kids are and what they are trying to do right so that's what i was able to take uh, like and really craft at doherty and that's what i've been bringing up here is Yes, we're going to get some academics in. Yes, we're going to get math. Yes, we're going to pass our capstones, right? But I want to get into who they are and really know, okay, so this is what makes you tick. This is what your goal is. What do we got to do to get there, right? Or, hey, this is what's going on in the world. We're going to stop some math for today. We're going to talk about what's going on in the world, Mm. right? Because math is, is cool and it's black and white and there's always right and wrong answers but that's not how it works in the world Mm. so every once in a while we got to stop take a break and figure that out right even sometimes just bring in something to lighten the day right i mean you know we like we like to have some funny videos every once in a while just to spice it up and mix things up but you know i think it i think that my high school experience would have been so much better if there was some breakup from just straight up academics. Absolutely. And that was the tough part, but. So, so kind of talking about your high school experience, right? As a student. Yeah. What was 15, 16 year old Brennan Brown needing when he was in high school, trying to navigate through that system? I mean, it was, it was to know that my teachers cared about me more than just the grade I was getting. Cause I mean, and that's, that's part of the issue is it felt like if I wasn't, the A student, I wasn't getting much attention, mm-hmm. right? When I try to speak up and speak my mind on certain things, it got shot down because it wasn't on topic. Yeah, you know, and so I felt stifled at times, and that's never a good place for students to be. Right. Right. If students feel like they don't have a voice, if they don't feel like they're ever heard, if they don't feel like they can just be themselves, the academics aren't going to work anyways. Right. So we can at least focus on those things, build that up for them. Right. And if they, if I would have gotten that academics would have been a whole lot easier. Absolutely. So talk to us about how you feel things are working out in the classroom, man. I love it here. I absolutely yeah. love it here. Um, you know, it's one of those things too. Like, and I said, I, I told Kevin when I was coming up, like, dude, okay. I love Doherty. I'm not leaving because of environment or admin or any of this. I was like, what's a place that's going to be, similar to Doherty, but something I can still grow in. Yeah. And that's when he said Smokey, just because our principal is student focused. It's not about their academics, right? That's that's a piece of it, but it's about doing what's best for students. Yeah. 
as soon as Chuck told me that, I'm like, oh, God, I hope he hires me. Right. Like doing what's best for students. That's what I got into this for was, you know, being able to get these kids across that hump of, man, math sucks. I hate going to math. You know, my favorite thing to hear, you know, Mr. Brown, I hate math, but I love coming to your class. Nice. Like, hey, you don't have to love the subject as long as you're in here and you do your best and you take something from it. I did my job. Yeah. And of your subject, right? I know just reflecting on my own personal experience in math classes as a grade student, I didn't see a lot of brothers teaching math. Right? <laughs> no. So, no. And so what as a, you know, first, how, how did you transition into becoming a math teacher, right? And kind of talk about your experiences as a, a black male math teacher in a high school. Oh, uh, shoot. Black male math teacher has been a very lonely experience, <laughs> to be honest. Um, I mean, so at, at Cherokee Trail, I had a colleague, you know, an older black woman, yeah. which, you know, she was basically like my big sister at that whole point. Yeah. Shout out, Nicole. Right. Um, Shout out. And then, you know, went down to Doherty and there was, I was the only one yeah. again. So it's like, it's a lonely experience. And then, you know, you get here and first person I meet is Doug. And I'm like, what do you teach, big fella? <laughs> I crane my neck to go see the top of his, his face. But now that, you know, now Doug and I get to bounce each ideas off of each other. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to see what Doug's doing with that math and social justice. Nice. Like when he started talking about it and I saw the passion for it, I'm like, you know what, dude, I can't wait to see what you do with this. Just, you know, and that's that's one of those things when <laughs> you don't see many brothers teaching, you don't see many black people teaching math in general. Yeah. So that's one of the subjects that we tend to see a lot of those statistics in, right? Yeah. That where you have that achievement gap, you know, the young black males don't do as well, young black females don't do as well. And it's like, do they ever get taught it by somebody that they can relate to? Yeah. Right. And again, color is not always the bit, the thing that makes kids relate to other people, but it's a damn good start. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it, it is funny because, I mean, as, as being part of the two percent, you know, two percent of the of the teaching population black. Right. Uh, black males. Um, and so, man, that's that's uh, you're carrying the torch, man. Yeah. You were carrying the torch. Uh, one of the things that, that I've noticed is we've talked over this time and, and anytime I see in the hallways around the high school here, uh, dude, you're pretty deep, man. You're pretty deep. Uh, I'll throw some things out there uh, and, and you challenge me a little bit. Uh, you want to talk about our latest challenge? Which one are you talking about there, Dave? That, that was the quote where I said something about earned versus deserve. Mm. Yeah, we, we did have a good debate on earned versus deserved. Um, and my big, my big thing back to him was, don't they deserve it if they earned it? So the setup for that is, I, I threw out a, a quote that said, uh, or that asked teachers, are they giving kids the grade they earn or the grade they deserve? And your pushback was? Was just that. If they earn it, don't they deserve it? And mm. we had a good debate on what the difference is between earn and deserve. Mm. So Davis, what, what, what did you say was, was the earned versus deserved on that one. So deserved to me came across as more of a, a reward, right? Or an award for doing something, right? I think you deserve. So I'm going to give you what I think you deserve. The, the, right? the purple ribbon philosophy. Yeah, absolutely, right? Uh, I'm going to look at you and say you were here every day. You smiled at me. That's got to be worth at least a C. Now let me look at your math and maybe I'll get you to a B, right? Um, in, in that sense. But earned is, is the blood, sweat, and, and tears of, of real work, right? Um, True. We're earning our paycheck in education. I deserve more, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I would hope somebody sees that. Or hears this. Right. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, it's, it's what you earn, right? So I, I love that, that your brain, you are just processing all that we're throwing at you, either, you know, as a staff member or just, philosophically. So I love where you're at with all that, man. So then to Brendan's, so your argument, Brendan, was that if you earned it, don't you deserve it? Correct. Gotcha. Kind of, yeah. kind of, you know, unpack on that a little bit. 
Well, I mean, that's the thing is, is we always want to talk about what people deserve, right? You know, and, and that, that's the, the thing is, is that's the perception. Well, they deserve this. Okay, but did they earn it? Right. right? And I, 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 I see where Davis is coming from when it's, it's the separation of the two. But we also can't ignore the fact that there are times when the earned, right, the work that has been put in meets, match what, what is deserved, mm-hmm. right? Or even. But who says so? That's where I'm coming from. Who says so? Well, because I mean, if I'm making what I what I deserve, I mean, right now I'm I'm earning my money, right? Right. Which means I'm probably doing more work than I'm getting money, right? Point. What I deserve, according to me, is going to be a whole lot different than what I deserve, according to whoever's in charge of the money in the yeah. district, right? That's where I'm coming from. Well, and and like we, I mean, we talked about this, but. When it's a like when it's an organization thing, mm-hmm. nobody's ever going to get what they deserve. Nobody really is going to get what they deserve. There are going to be some people who get more than they truly earn because they're not putting in the same amount of work. Fair, but because it's an organization and it's tiered and it's it's already determined before the work happens, mm-hmm. some people there's not an incentive to actually do it. And mm-hmm. if that's how school was run, mm-hmm. that's what we get from our kids, right? Some would put in the work and do what they what like uh, above and beyond because they have greater aspirations. Yeah. Others like, oh, this is all I have to do to get into get through high school and get done. Okay, cool. But yeah, so I mean, we talk about earned yeah. versus deserved. Yeah. But do we? There's see always that, right? there's always yeah. a certain point where like they ha- they do meet. Right. Mm-hmm. At least, and that's what you hope. That's what that's what the goal is, right? To yeah. have earn and deserve actually meet up and be mean one thing. Yeah. Wouldn't that be an ideal world? And and, and that's what we're trying. That's what that's we're what really looking at is we do things around here, right? We're, we're talking a whole lot in our building now, obviously about about grading yeah. and what grading means. And are kids getting the grades that they earn, earn. deserve? Right. right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, right. A, that's a rich discussion, man. So yeah. I'm thinking about it from a sense too of like. Um, so if you look at, I, was, I, was, I want to kind of go back to the money conversation. So, you know, our salaries are capped at the level that I'm at as an administrator, even teachers, teachers' salaries are capped. So no matter how much work they do or we do, we're going to receive that amount of money, right? So if you look at it as money, you earn that piece, yeah, right? Yeah. Say, for instance, though, I put in, you know, 80 hours a week, right, compared to somebody who may put in only 40 hours a week, right? even though I'm going to be capped on my salary or capped on my paycheck of what I earn, I'm also learning other things. Yeah. Right. right. So yeah. I'm, I, my earning isn't necessarily just relegated to money. It's also relegated to experience, it's, you know, skills development, um, knowledge, you know, that's gained all these different things that kind of come with that. So, even though I probably deserve what I'm what I'm capped at for my salary, I'm earning probably well more with my knowledge than just my money, which I could leverage into, you know, a promotion down the yeah. road somewhere, yeah. a leadership position somewhere, True. Uh, so on and so forth, which could allocate me more money, you know? Yeah. So I was kind of thinking about that as you guys were having that conversation. That's deep, man. I need to uh, hang out with <laughs> Is this guy, man? You just throw it out there, and and he's he's ready for it, man. Well, and I mean, then we come back to the whole equity deal, and it's like deserve and earn have to go hand in hand on this because the students deserve opportunities to earn as much as they can. Absolutely. Says who? You know, I'm just gonna. That's my line, right? Says honestly, right? Says me. (laughs) That's arbitrary. Says right because in your room it's one thing, and in another room it might be something else, and that's where. You know, we, we really have to shore up some of the inequities in education, right? Right. Um, so if, if it's earned and kids come in and they're and they're grinding, uh, then they get what they get out of the grind, right? But if I'm looking at you and you're just a nice guy, or you brought me Starbucks three times this month, I, I can't I can't make that part of the grading equation. No, I agree. If you raise your hand or turn your camera on, that like, can't be like those teachers who, who you know give some extra credit for bringing in tissue. Yeah, right, like, right. You know, when kid when kids act, you know, they're like, hey, Mr. Brown, what do I got to do? Get some extra credit. I don't know. Earn all the credit first. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not, I, you know, my students will know this. Like, we don't do the extra credit deal. Like, every once in a while, you know, I'll, I'll throw something and they won't even know it. That's yes. there. Yeah. 
but I don't offer extra credit because why you what, when would kids do extra if they haven't done everything I need? Amen. To yet? Right. That, that's true. And, so, and, and I don't want to make this about kids only. Right. Because right. on their end, we want them to get what they earn. But on our end, we have to make sure that we're putting things in front of them. And giving the Yes. OK. Give them the opportunities okay. to earn it. Okay. That's what I'm saying. They, they, they in my eyes, deserve and earn go together because they deserve the opportunity to earn what they get. I see that. I follow that as well. Absolutely. So, Brennan, I know you had spoke on moms that kind of got to had to get into your ear and kind of say, hey, listen, you need to change what's inside of you relative to how you view students in education, right? And obviously right. that lended itself to you staying, you know, at, you know, in education and blessed us really with your presence as a teacher here at Smoky High School, right? Yeah. Talk about, so obviously you got one semester under your belt here at Smoky, right? Talk about what you've grown in relative to your practice and what you're looking forward to grow uh, in in future practice? Uh, well, something I, I mean, I definitely made sure it was important to me this year uh, was making sure the kids tell me good things every day um, because this has been a rough year, right? They have a lot of things they can complain about and be negative about, but each and every day they come to my class, there's at least one thing that they have to say that's good, Nice, right? Whether it's, hey, I got adequate sleep or if they really are like, man, I have nothing today they have to realize that the good thing is that you were able to wake up today, yeah. right? Not everybody gets that opportunity. True. So it's one of those things that it's just, you know, not academics focused, but it's focused on these kids of making sure that they understand, like my mom said, focus on the positives, yeah. right? Focus on the good things in each thing, in each person. And now I want these kids to focus on the good things in each day. And if I feel like we can get that, then we can shift the mentality to focusing on good things in every person, focusing on good things in every world and our world's just good things. Yeah. Asset based. Exactly. Absolutely. Nice. Love that. All right. So we're about to wrap up the show, but before we do, we want to give you an opportunity to share any final thoughts that you might have with our listeners. Final thoughts. Uh, come support the baseball team in spring. <laughs> Shout out, <laughs> Shout out. Shout out, baseball. Shout out to the right. baseball. Um, and also don't forget about the girls softball team. Um, you said, I'm, I'm going to say it here, and I want y'all to believe it. That team's going to win state next year. There it is. Right? Okay. All right. All right. Shout out to our Lady Buffs. Wow. Just laid it out there. Okay. That'll work, man. I like, they, they, I know like the, the they know the man. pressure's there. Yeah. Like, they, okay. now I'm putting it out there on, on air. Girls are going to win state next year. It's in the universe, baby. Yeah, okay. Anything else? I don't know, man. I mean, that's a, that's <laughs> heavy, man. That's heavy. That's like saying, okay, Broncos are winning the Super Bowl next year. Well, that's crazy. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. That's, see, that's <laughs> crazy. Okay. Right. Right. See, the universe doesn't work that's that way. That's what I'm saying, man. That was crazy. Out there. Yes, we put good things in the universe. We get good things out. But that's crazy. That's, 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 coming, that's coming from a Bronco fan. Uh, and it's coming from a Bronco fan. Diehard Bronco fan. Absolutely. All right. Well, Brendan, we want to thank you for being here and and and, and doing the show with us. This has been a couple of months in the making. So I'm glad you were able to carve some time out and come join us in the lab here. Uh, on behalf of, of Dre and myself, uh, thank you for all you do here at Smokey High School. Absolutely, man. And with that, we will catch you on the next episode of the Dre and Davis Show. And we are out. Peace.